How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Inside Access with Jason Lockonfora and Ken Wyman. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. 1057 The Fan. Lamar winding up, going deep for Bateman, he's got him, touchdown! Third touchdown today for Lamar Jackson, and that was a strike from deep, 55 yards. Those pass, those particular passes, those are the kind of things that we'll be looking at. Yeah, you'd love to hurt him that way, I mean, that's the idea. Hurt him any way you can in terms of that, and we'll have different ideas in terms of how to do that, and I'm sure that they'll be preparing for those things as well. Well, you heard that was week one, Lamar Jackson hitting Rashad Bateman, deep touchdown, and then Harps talking about the deep passing game. Well, the deep passing game has seemingly become a thing of the past because since week one, they really aren't throwing the football down the field. Now, that's been uh, hurt, too, by the injury to Bateman, who's been out for a few weeks now. But, Jason, where has the deep passing game gone? It has disappeared and dried up, GG. It It has. Did Stone already go to the castle? I'm confused. He's still here, but he's going soon. T-Bone, what are you? Did T-Bone's back by, on the other side of the studio? We're all Meshuggah. We did this to just ease in. There's no point in me being over there and then coming back. It's I'm already settled in. Gotcha. So Stone, Stone's but Stone is with work. us till three. Yes, he he isn't going to leave till three because we need to hear from him at the bottom of the yeah, hour yeah, before he goes to the castle. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, look, the downfield passing game week one they take. Seven shots against the Jets where the ball travels 21 yards or more in the air. Um, They've taken just 17 of those such shots in the preceding five games. He hit Bateman for the 55-yard TD against the Jets. Duvernay for a 25-yard TD against the Jets. There was a couple of overthrows and some misconnections and an interception that Lamar, you know, would want back while he was working out the kinks in the first half. Mm -hmm. But all in all, they showed... They gave the impression of a team that was going to have an impetus towards getting the ball downfield. Now, we know they've had some offensive lines since then. Jawan James went down in in that game. You know, when's Ronnie going to come back? They've been juggling some of that. And then, obviously, for the last couple of weeks, they've been without Rashad Bateman. But 
Since week one, gentlemen, Lamar Jackson on pass attempts of 21 yards or more downfield. Four of 17 for 92 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. On the season, passes that travel air yards of 21 yards or more, and he's attempted 24. That's the seventh Mm. most in the NFL, although, again, seven of them came in the first game. But on the season, he's 6 of 24 for 172 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, a QB rating of 50. That is 26th in the NFL. That's not where you want to be. Since week one, these are the longest completions for Lamar Jackson in air yards. Duvernay had a catch for 26 yards against Miami. Bateman had a catch for 24 yards against New England. Duvernay had a catch for 21 yards against Buffalo. And Duvernay had a catch against the Bengals that traveled 21 yards in the air. That's it. Nothing approaching 30, let alone 40 or 50, T-Bone. And it really puts a lot of pressure on the offense with them not getting these type of chunk plays because they have to matriculate their way down the field. Now, the good news is that the running game has definitely gotten on track over the past couple of weeks, particularly with the running back, running backs. And Kenyon Drake got over 100 yards. That's the first mm-hmm. time this season that a Ravens running back has gotten over 100 yards. But last year, when we were saying it's evolution, baby, you had Marquise Brown, you had Bateman. Lamar was second in the NFL in air yards per completion. I just don't know if this receiving core is necessarily equipped to take the top off a defense. And a lot of people say, oh, Devin DuVernay is a track star. And while that's true, look at his first two years. 10.1 yards per reception last year, 8.2 yards per reception. And even this season, which he's had a very solid year thus far, 13.3. Now, Bateman, he's got a very great 22.1 yards per reception. A lot of that that is yak. You got the 75-yard catch and run. But you look at last year, 11.2 yards per Mm. reception. Who is that guy to take the top off the defense? And I'm not sure they have one, Ken. Ah, Deshaun Jackson. (laughs) He just got here. He just got here. Uh, He is practicing today with the Ravens. The Ravens made it official uh, about an hour ago that he did sign with the practice squad, I assume. Uh, If JPP is any, any... Barometer, yeah. They, they, Deshaun Could Jackson, be sooner rather yeah, than later. Yeah, he should hit the field we'll pretty see, quickly. Yeah. We'll see what he looks like in practice, yeah. but but there's got to be a sort of happy medium here, right? Mm-hmm. From taking seven shots, twenty-one yards in the air, week one, to a combined nine such such shots over the past three games, and connecting on only two of them, and neither one going for more than exactly twenty-one yards in the air. Um, They've got to figure something out. And Duvernay, I think, still is more of an underneath guy in this. He's more of a safety valve. He's more of yeah. an underneath guy. He's more of a move-the-chains guy. They don't have him running deep vertical routes out of the slot. Maybe we get there, or maybe that becomes Deshaun Jackson's role. I think it is worth noting, gentlemen, when you break down these 24 passes of 21 yards or more, there are 18 incompletions slash interceptions. Nine of them are on overthrows. Nine of them. Half of them are overthrows. Hey, T-Bone, before before you go, for what it's worth, not only is Jackson uh, practicing today, but so is Rashad Bateman. So we'll see if he's able to go this week. No, it's definitely 
big time news because receivers not named Bateman and Duvernay are providing nothing Zilch. on this football team. And even Duvernay only had a catch for 14 yards last week against the Giants. But they got to do something differently. And Jason, you mentioned the underneath throws to Duvernay. Maybe you do start sending him deep. Something has to give here. And I think if you're putting all your eggs in the Sean Jackson basket, I just don't know if it's going to end well. The other thing about Jackson that interests me, if in fact when he gets promoted from the practice squad, that's the end of Proche. He's, I mean, look, I, at this stage of his career, he, he might not be all that fired up about returning anymore, but this was an absolute rock oh, star return guy uh, for time. a long time. So if Proche's really only clinging here because he's the guy to do it in an emergency yeah. if Duvernay gets hurt, well, guess what? So this guy could do it in a pinch too. Well, this guy, and this guy's actually done it really, really well yeah. for a long time. Again, he's thirty-five. Age now. thirty-five off the scrap heap. He may not, you know, might not be looking to have eleven dudes staring down the barrel at him. But well, what's Prochet doing right now? He's got five snaps or fewer in three of the four games he's played. He missed two games due to injury. You aren't even playing him at all. So uh, definitely when. Jackson gets brought up to the 53-man. I mean, Proche's I guess Wallace has passed him by. He caught well, a ball. Wallace and least. he's a higher draft pick, so yeah. Wallace is probably safe. Even though he's not doing much either. Nah, come on. Both these guys are sort of dead weight at this point. Well, or yeah. Or fat. Well, uh, you, don't you put him in the Nick Boyle category almost? Yes. Guys <laughs> that, like, they're on the roster, but... It can, it, at least Proche is playing more than zero snaps. Well, yes. <laughs> so, yes. And with Nick Boyle, Charlie Kohler, he's on the practice yes. field today. So you'd have to think when he comes off pop, that's got to be the end of Nick Boyle, right? You would imagine. We're so. making a lot of assumptions with these guys. We are. That, yeah, <laughs> that 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 they they like to zag when most people zig, Jason. Well, look, but they can only carry fifty three. You know what I mean? And they can only carry forty six on Sundays. And the math is what it is. And you can only you know be so cute for so long with an underbelly of guys who were here because either you overdrafted them or overpaid them. We have a massive Wednesday show. We get started guest-wise. Our friend Ryan Ripken will talk some baseball and football with him at 2.30. Jake Trotter covers the Browns for ESPN. We'll chat Browns with him at 3 o'clock. At 3.30, Rich Eisen joins the show. Of course, he has his own. What is it? Is that on DirecTV now, the Rich Eisen show? The, the, you know it's what? on something else now. Uh, Roku? Uh, I think he told me. Yeah, it's on Roku? Let's, let's, uh, you know, I think you can I'll, always get it on YouTube. But I think he's on Roku. It's on now. the Roku channel, twelve yeah. to three on the Roku channel. So that's where you can find the Rich Eisen show. He's also on NFL Network, of course. Four o'clock, our buddy Tim Murray. Five o'clock, Ray Rice. I'm going to do some inside show stuff here on the air. So, do we want to hold the six pack till tomorrow? Do we want to keep the six pack and pull something else? What do you want to do? I think we need to dis- continue discussing this situation with the downfield passing game for our audience who may be joining us in the four and five o'clock hour. Okay, so we'll save I the six pack till tomorrow. The six pack, T Bone. What says you? I'm down with it. Okay. All right. So six- it's going to be an interesting six pack. Oh, I'm just going to yeah. tell you. Oh, keep it, T Bone. Keep a very open mind with this six pack. Uh, you'll have to remember that till tomorrow. I'll, t- I'll remind you. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, but coming up next here on the show, the Ravens 2020 draft. Is that peak EDC? We'll tell you. Reason to believe? Yeah. Better times ahead? 
Oh, maybe. Let's hope. But we'll tell you next year on The Fan. Inside Access. Jason and Tim sit in the bleachers. Hey, bada, 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 bada. Ken sits in his brother's seats behind home plate. Inside Access, 105.7 The Fan. Guys, the team seems to be getting an impact now from the 2020 draft. Justin Matabike, the light bulb has gone off. Despite doing not, not doing much Sunday against the Giants, Devin Duvernay, it seemed like the vault opened up the week before. J.K. Dobbins is back. You heard our, our buddy Nolan in the update talking about Malik Harrison making an impact against wow. the Giants. Yeah, hey, they ran a lot. Hey, Tyree Phillips and Ben Bredesen played for the Giants in that game against the Ravens. But uh, Broderick Washington is a nice rotational piece in the yeah. D-line. Geno Stone. Yes. Uh, so, and then Patrick Queen at one. He does play. But is this is twenty twenty? Could that be peak Eric DaCosta? I think so. Right now, I'm, I mean, if they have discovered and developed an elite interior defender with premium pass rush ability. That those those ain't that ain't easy to find. Those are unicorns. That's it. That is a fundamental element of building a Super Bowl contending team. That that I think you're you're hard pressed to find clubs that don't have that. So if that's Justin Matabike, if that's the tra- trajectory that he's on, and it's I think safe to assume that at this point, then that coupled with Duvernay, like we know the athleticism Duvernay has, and I mm-hmm. think they will tap into that. And if nothing else, he's an all-pro return guy. Yes. Washington, as you said, is another nice defensive line piece. Geno Stone, even though they cut him at least once. Yes, they did. Is playing better than the kid they took 14th overall. At least they're, they're certainly more comfortable with him on the field. And Patrick Queen plays a lot for this team. And he's having a better season than the previous two, without a doubt. Although, I don't think he's ever going to be who they drafted him to be. But the, but that's that's okay. So, yeah, I mean, you're finding some core pieces there, potentially. The Matabike thing's going to be interesting, though. Maybe because your thing he, was a year late. It, well, yeah. maybe. If he keeps this up, you know, he's eligible for an extension in January. Season ends, that, that's got to be priority number two to Lamar Jackson. But with this being Steve Bishotti and all, and them usually in the bottom third of the league in payroll, is he, is he going to be ready to, like, pay something? DeForest people. Buckner got $20 million a year as a D-tackle three years ago. Like if this kid is putting up those sorts well, of well, metrics, let's 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 get yeah, there first. So let's, let's not compare him to Forrest Buckner just yet. He's having a better season than Forrest Buckner this year. I get it, but he's not having a season like DeForest Buckner did when he got paid. Leading he's up to on the, the trajectory. Well, let's 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 slow down on that. What you, are you talking about? He's the I, best player on their defense. He is, but he ain't DeForest Buckner yet. 
What more do you want him to do through six games? He can only play the games he's played. I hear you, but DeForest Buckner was an absolute game wrecker. I see a guy and, playing really well, but not dominating and, like DeForest Buckner. He, he might have 12 sacks or something like that as an interior defensive lineman. Let's we, just, let's just and get, he's great against the run, and he's really athletic. We still need some consistent. He didn't have a statistic okay. against against the Bengals. I, now, Matabike, I think, is definitely so far year three is the big year for any draft pick. He seems like the crown jewel of that draft for the Ravens and we've been banging the drum and rightfully so for edge rush and pass rush on the edge but interior pass rush is even more important and the Ravens Uh haven't had an interior defensive lineman have five sacks or more since Haloti Nada it's been a minute yes and Justin Matabike is going to blow past five sacks barring injury knock on this isn't wood but whatever the heck it is he's got two and a half sacks and you look at his numbers compared to last year where it's not that he was bad but I think we all expected this type of production out of him in year two and it just didn't come to fruition he's two tackles for loss away from last year's total he's one quarterback hit away from last year's total they played six games mm. So he still gets two bites at that Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line. Yes, he does. Hasn't had, hasn't had a chance to start padding stats against them yet. And let's make the point they need interior pass rush because they have no exterior pass rush at the exactly. moment. Exactly. But that could be coming. Oh, that, hey, I, I'd be the happiest guy in the world if Matabike started to become a complete game And record. this rotation now, if you were able to keep Calais on a pitch count, and we like Broderick Washington and mm-hmm. what he can do, mm-hmm. And the kid from UConn makes strides week in, week out. Now, all of a sudden, Matt, like that, I really like that scenario for Justin Matabike and his future earning potential. But as far as the rest of the draft, they're getting contributions from a lot of guys. And it might not be top tier when you're looking at Patrick Queen. J.K. Dobbins, I mean, it's so unfortunate that he had that serious injury last year because he was primed for a very big year. We're all Duvernay fans, and Malik Harrison, like Nolan mentioned in the update, he played one snap defensively in the final six games of the season last year. He played a season high of snaps against the Giants, and at least you're getting something from him on the edge there. And I agree with you, Broderick Washington. He's definitely a a good glue guy in that defensive line rotation. Well, he had to step up because Michael Pierce gave them, what, three games? Before he got knocked out for the year. So they need a guy who is good at stuffing the run. And between him and Travis Jones, hopefully they don't miss Michael Pierce that much. No, and and look, it was a get. Some guys get hurt and you're like, hey, stuff happens. Other guys get hurt and you're like, well, that stuff's been happening for a while. Like, that's what you bought. You bought a guy who played eight games in two years. Bought a guy who opted out. Bought a guy who got hurt last year quickly. Pretty good chance he's at the end of the line and he's not going to last very long. But that's the gamble they made. And remember, that that was the Zadarius Smith money, right? Mm-hmm. Once he once somebody else put something real on the table and they weren't going to get a team friendly deal, they pivoted to Pierce. So that's on them. So are we thinking that twenty two? Obviously, this is this is much this. They're getting much better returns in twenty than the first draft twenty nineteen. Like 2019. <laughs> well, if you got one player, you could have closed your eyes and thrown uh, darts at a bunch of names and done better than 2019. Hey, Justice Hill had a couple nice runs uh, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> ben Powers is a starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah, he is. 
Marquise Brown is making decent money in Arizona this year. Well, look at, all the, look at all the guys that didn't make the end of their rookie deal here. Marquise Brown, Miles Boykin, Amon Marshall, Dalen Mack, Trace McSorley, and obviously the tragedy that Jalen Ferguson was, so obviously don't count him on that. But when you have two guys left from that draft and it's year four, that tells you what type of disaster it is. Coming up next year on the program, the ALCS starts tonight. The NLCS game two is tonight, plus NFL football. We'll talk baseball and football with our buddy Ryan Ripken next here on The Fan. Inside Access. Are you team bar soap or team body wash? Oh, that's a good question. I just think the bar soap cleanses you better. Yes. Be honest with you. Yes. Lock and Fora, Wyman, and Barbalace. I've always liked body wash. 1057 The Fan. Game two of the NLCS is 4.30 this afternoon. Phillies and Padres. Game one of the ALCS after the ALDS ended last night. Yankees travel to Houston and take on the Astros at 7.30. And let's uh, talk some baseball and some football as we head out to the Ashley Furniture guest hotline. And we're joined by Ryan Ripken. And Ryan, good afternoon. Thanks, as always, for jumping on with us. So let's start with the baseball. And uh, do you have a lean in these series? Oh, hey, guys. Uh Happy Wednesday. It's Likewise. It's a pleasure to be back on. And, uh, you know, how about this NLCS? And, and, you know, if everyone would have thought this midseason that these two teams would be in it, uh, I would have thought you were crazy, especially how the Dodgers and the, and the Braves got hot. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Right now, I'm leaning towards Philadelphia in the NLCS. Uh, Wheeler gave a great performance, but I really think this game has had the chance to go six or seven. But the star power for the Phillies just continues to show up in the postseason. And if Schwarber can get hot like he did last night and hit the mm. ball to the moon, <laughs> uh, that's, that's going to be a big advantage, Phillies, because I think he was one for 20 before, um, you know, taking flight there with the big home run. So if he can get going along with how Bryce Harper and Castellanos have been playing, the Phillies are my pick right now. And sticking with that series, Ryan, what's been getting into the Phillies' bullpen? They were terrible during the regular season, 23rd in ERA, but they've been strong in the postseason, two scoreless last night after Zach Wheeler's strong start. Well, you know, this is sometimes how it goes where, you know, you got to throw out what happens once you get to the postseason. And for whatever reason, the Philadelphia Phillies' bullpen is, is clicking right now. And if you even want to switch over to the other side, I mean, the Padres, Trent Grisham had a really brutal year, and he has been extremely hot in the postseason. So it just goes to show that once once the end of September and October hit, really anything can go. And right now, whether it makes sense or not, the Phillies are confident in the back end of their bullpen, and it's showing with how they're playing so far. I wanted to ask you one more uh, baseball question, Ryan, but this one not related to the postseason. Heston Kerstad's had a, a tough go of it here for a while, obviously mm-hmm. missing two years of development really between COVID and the myocarditis. And then this year, you know, he wasn't able to get above high A. But I don't know if you've paid much attention to what he's doing in the Arizona Fall League, but he's absolutely oh, he's, he's dis- Yeah, he's absolutely destroying the ball. He's getting on base every night, home runs, inside the park home runs. What do you think that could do for his confidence to be able, you know, to end this season with an exclamation point rather than a question mark? 
Well, you know, I had the pleasure of meeting him during the alternate site of the COVID 2021 and extremely nice guy, really level-headed. And I could tell he was handling things so well. You know, I thought the biggest thing last year was to get a season of baseball, you know, get some normalcy um, underneath you because he just hasn't had that in his life and and for his career so far. So I really, you know, to me, his numbers or how he did were really irrelevant to me going into this year. I just wanted to see him healthy. Talent-wise, you're seeing it in the Arizona Fall League. You know, there's a reason why he was taken so high. And I believe that this reminds not only – Orioles fans and the Orioles organization knows this, that he is a really special player. And I think Heston next year is really going to take off. And I do believe he is going to be right on path to get to Baltimore uh, soon enough. We're speaking to Ryan Ripken. It's inside access on the fan. And let's get to the ALCS tonight, Ryan. And it was a big topic of discussion teams with the layoff following the wild card round. Well, the Astros have played three games in 14 days. Is there any concern for the Astros because of that? Well, if there was, if there was one thing, you're right. You know, trying to get a rhythm, and I know that just the reality, if, if you have a choice, and I think this is actually, I was looking at this. Is it, if you guys correct me if I'm wrong, the all-star break is how many days off? Three to four days? Yeah. Correct, right around there roughly? Yeah. Yep. So you're asking the postseason to do something that you're not even asked to do at the midseason point. So it's really foreign to all players. Now, how, having said that, obviously the Astros got off to a little bit of slow start in game one and stole game one with Bregman and Alvarez's heroics. Um, so, yes, there could be. But on the flip side, I like to look at it. You know, Verlander had a really rough start in game one. And I have a tough time believing that he is going – or believing that he is going to have two consecutive mm-hmm. rough outings whenever when, when his number is called. Um, the Yankees do have the momentum to go in there, and they have the the whole revenge theory. But as far as now with the, the days and the layoffs, I think it's it's that, that storyline's come and gone. I think the Astros have proven, whether you like them or not, they're a really good baseball team. Whether they have five days off, ten days off, doesn't matter. Uh, Houston will be ready to play. Ryan, let's switch to football. And, and what do you make of these Ravens? They they could be six and zero. They're sitting at three and three. They get double digit leads and they blow them. Uh, what do you make of them? Well, I know as a fan and hearing all around the city, it's definitely uh, people are are on watch right now. They're very frustrated. But you know, if you look at it, you're right. I think we're one of is the only other team this year that's holding a double digit lead every game is the Eagles. I think I heard. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be it could be better, but it could be a lot worse. And and trying to look at the glass half full, the Ravens are three and three, and you're one and zero in the division. You know, and if you look at for Cincy, like a team like the Bengals, you know they already have two losses in the division. This game coming up against the Browns is really crucial for a lot of reasons. If you can get to two and zero in the division and keep the Browns at bay because Deshaun Watson will come back, everything's in front of the Ravens. And actually, I think if you throw out that one game against Miami, the defense is allowing around 18 points a game or so. So we all know it's about putting the pieces together. But there'd be a whole different discussion if we thought that the Ravens weren't good enough to compete. And the reality is they are. Now it's just for tinkering in this last stretch. It's a, we're through one-third of the season already. They got two more thirds to see what they can do. The mental component of this always fascinates me, Ryan, and I'm sure you had conversations with your dad probably about this for years because obviously there was a mental element to him being able to do what he did 
day in, day out for so long. I just wonder when you hear Harbaugh talking about we got to finish everything we do and, you know, Marlon Humphrey kind of has some, I don't know, passive-aggressive stuff going on. How difficult do you think it can be to sort of snap a non-winning or losing mindset if, in fact, that doubt is creeping in with some of them? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're right. The, the, the mind is the most powerful thing, you know, because you could be feeling the worst of all time, but you can have a confidence that you can go out there and perform. And I kind of look at that for the Giants, mm-hmm. right? The Giants believe that they are going to be in every game. And if you look at their roster as far as their offense, they have no wide receivers. They have Saquon Barkley. That's it. But their coaching staff has them playing smart football, and then they have created a confidence that they can come back in every game. Now, yeah, the Ravens got to try to buck that trend, and that is going to be a challenging point, obviously. But the the good thing is, and this is another point where we might not even be talking about this, instead of if the third and one – on the quarterback sneak, we, there's no illegal formation. We might not even be having this discussion. It would be the Ravens were able to close out two consecutive close games. But so, yet to your point, it is going to take an adjustment. And I think the, the, you have the right people in the building. The hard thing is, though, I thought last week would be the week with Cincy. Obviously it wasn't. But you really just it takes one game at a time to break it. So hopefully this next game at home, the Ravens can take one, and that can build to another and another. Because if not, you're right. You're always going to have this this doubt in the back of your mind if, of, you know, deja vu, here we go again. We're speaking to Ryan Ripken. It's inside access on the fan. Got to get your thoughts on Deshaun Jackson. Ravens made that move official, signing him to the practice squad, so you think it's only a matter of time before he gets elevated to the 53-man roster. He's 35, turns 36 in December. Ryan, what type of impact do you expect him to provide? You know, right now I think it's it's too early to tell. You know, if, if the sign in itself seems like a, you know his, his best attribute is his speed and, and being a deep threat. So... I don't think that changes too many roles as far as on the offense unless, you know, besides the fact that the Ravens believe they need more of a vertical threat and they possibly want to use Duvernay in more of, of, of gadget roles. And um, so, you know, I think it's just a wait and see. we got to see what he has left in the tank. Um, we know he has the, the, he has the big playability, uh, but I think it's still too early to tell. Uh, right now, though, I'll tell you what, I love to see Rashad Bateman healthy and, and have him and Duvernay and possibly Jackson, I think that uh, that's, that's the most important thing right now is getting some key guys healthy. Ryan, last thing for you. Any concern about Lamar Jackson? He seems to be, the last few weeks, he seems to be leaving some uh, plays on the field. You know, I, I think it's he's definitely trying to figure things out, specifically in the fourth quarter. And it's sometimes he's been asked to be Superman so many times where I feel sometimes he probably feels he has to do that. Uh, Long term, I'd say no. But I think this is actually – I think this could be one of the best things for him is facing this tough adversity now. You know, we've seen Lamar at his best, but at times when things have gotten tough, he's had some struggles. So I think I'd rather this happen in game six, and I believe with Lamar's talent and his knowledge and ability, we're going to see him work past these struggles and, and have a strong finish to the uh, 2022 season. Ryan Ripken, if people want to find you, where should they go? Uh, just Twitter and Instagram mainly, uh, just my name, Ryan Ripkin, and I'm starting to throw some things up on YouTube. So you can find me at all those and, uh, stop by and ask me a question. All right, Ryan, thanks as always, buddy. We'll talk soon.
Have a great day. You too. Ryan Ripken. Hey, we'll come back and we'll be joined by one Stone Cold Feltz who is about to head to the castle as the Ravens are practicing. Guys, some guys back, some guys not. We'll give you some of that as well. But what is Stone going to find out as he goes out to one winning drive? Well, we're going to tell him next year on The Fan. Inside Access. Covering everything sports every day. 1057 The Fan. Wow, a little Nina Cherry. Uh, well, it's appropriate. Yeah. Buffalo Stone Cold Felt. Yeah. He in a Buffalo stance. Huh? Don't even know. He's a ladies' man. <laughs> yes, he is a ladies' no man. Money man. I don't know if he's a money man. Yeah, but he's well, a ladies' man. He's definitely a ladies' man. Hey, Stone is heading to the castle. Yes. Fact finding mission. Yes. Uh, yes. Are, are, are you concerned that you might not be allowed in after last time? I a little bit. I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> worried about you know pulling up to the gate and you know saying who I am. And yeah. I'm, I'm sure I'll get escorted out maybe immediately. Maybe they won't open the gate for me. I don't know. It'll be uh, it'll be interesting. Well, this I, I mean, we're we're just going there to do a job. We're going there to try to unearth some truth, right? We're. I mean, do you have anything personal? I have some ideas. Yes. Do you have anything know. personally that you hope to accomplish? Guys you would definitely like to talk to? Burning questions that Stone Cold Feltz needs to ask. See, the guy I want to talk to the most, and I'm not going to lie, the minute they drafted him, I wanted to talk to this guy, was Geno Stone. I mean, you Oh, hear, Stone and Stone. Yeah. You don't hear many Stones out if there. If you guys got married, your name would be Stone Stone. Yes, I would definitely <laughs> take his name because I just feel like that's yeah. just more yeah. appropriate. Hey, um, it's 2022. They're allowed. Yeah. <laughs> Who said anything that's not allowed? giggling. But yeah, I mean, I think that's the guy I'm all I would for love, it. To, love to talk to. We should definitely get Chino Stone to record a liner. Yes. For Stone. For Stone <laughs> no, Facts. That yes. would be awesome. Yeah, you should get him to do that. Yes. <laughs> I'll try. We'll yeah. see if he's up for it. Oh. Yeah, that's that's that would be money. Now, I guess in this day and age, because we we're, we're working on, and I forgot to write it last night, some imaging, some sound oh, yes. to go with your Stone selections. Hundred yeah. percent. I think players would be like in this day and age. I mean, the NFL, everybody's got to hand the cookie jar. Well, just like if it was, if it was Geno Stone saying, yeah. "Hi, I'm Geno Stone. Listen to Stone Cold Felts for his hundred percent lock of the week." Yeah, do that, right? We'll, go for it. Yeah, we'll try. No, we'll effort it. I don't think there's a problem with that. I think you should, as many of them as possible that will do that. I think you should remember to preface it's a non-sports I, question. I, I will. Yes, I will. Can I ask you a non-sports question? About your last name. Yeah. No, no. I but I, if you get multiple guys yeah, to, to do that, yeah, that definitely. would be great. I think you should challenge Deshaun Jackson to a race. Okay. <laughs> I, I think I got it. Yeah. I, I got that. I'm pretty fast. Yeah, I think you I'm are. a pretty fast runner. With Lamar, you're gonna are you gonna you're gonna listen in for Lamar, I'm sure. Oh, right? I will. Definitely. Definitely. See if there's if there's any restaurant updates. No. Uh, yeah. No, we can't. No restaurant updates. I don't know. know. We yeah. can. I, I, say, I would just say don't no, force not it. Not the podium. Oh, no, no. Not no, the definitely, podium. Definitely not the podium. I, I, I do think it would be great if he went in there and asked the same questions he asked the last time he was in there. <laughs> <Same> <laughs> like, go up to the same guys. Slightly slightly guys. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. Well, I think we should try to find out about the – we opened the show talking about the, the, the evaporation of the downfield passing mm-hmm. game. You know, yeah. air yards. Is that something they're still aspiring towards? Yeah. Anything else? Anything from you, Ken? I mean, I'm taking I, and as many ideas I, as I possible. I think you should ask Deshaun Jackson if he thinks he's the fastest guy on the team. Yeah, at that's a good one. Years old. All right. All right. I think I know the answer to that. Oh, he's going to say yes. Oh, of course. But 
Well, you should ask Lamar if he thinks Deshaun Jackson is Yeah, or can Deshaun beat Lamar in a, yeah. in a foot well, race? I, I don't think you're allowed to go up to him. No, but no, during, during the podium, oh. ask Lamar if, he's, yeah. if he still thinks he's the fastest guy on the team with Deshaun Jackson here. All right. okay, it's a moment these, of levity. All these ideas are, are being processed, and we'll see what comes out at the end. Hopefully, now, hopefully we get questions in. Let's just hope we get in the door. No, we'll be fine. Do you um, uh, do you plan on peeking at the food? Because we kind of we we did didn't we not have a band of brothers that were not going to partake? Well, the problem is the week I went, it was gone. Like there was nothing left. Oh, really? The one because because time- they put it out. Remember, they put it out after the viewing portion of practice, which just happened. By the time we get there for for uh, the media portion, right. it's it's well past lunch. Yeah, the one time I went, there was no food. So yeah, it was we'll gone. See. Have you started to think about the week seven slate of games? Week seven, I have. Have you peaked? Have ha- you done I a little peaked. look? Oh, or a little peek? I can't give. You anything can't give away. anything. I don't away. want you to give anything I out. Have. I'm just wondering if you've started the process. I have definitely peaked. I peaked a little last night. Um, Will Brinson, we were talking about it yesterday. Yes, kind of got me started on some things, but uh, <laughs> I'm not going to give anything away, and we'll see. What goes into your process? Mm, do you do any research? That's because a good everything you've said. When we asked you, is you pick the better quarterback? I, I like picking the better quarterback. I do. Okay. I like picking guys, teams that are just ten point underdogs. I just think in the NFL, teams are too close. It's a lot of points that I just I like that. Mm-hmm. And then I like picking the divisional matchups because I think they're always close games. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Sunday night, Monday night. I mean, I love right. that. I love you love NFL. prime time. Love it. It's a big moment for. Yeah. Stone. Well, just don't change a thing. I get you know. No, again, I mean, just don't don't try to force anything. To, to quote, Ken, this I'm, is I'm historic. Just let it come. And, yeah, let it come. Uh, yeah. The let algorithm is not going to change. Yeah. It's just right. going to stay the same. Have you officially booked him for your show yet, Jason? No, I have no. to put it in the text chain. But I, I mean, I think at this point, one in seventeen, one in 17, one in 17. is. We need to recognize it properly with a national audience and and let you. You know, you yourself tell the, those people what you're on Sunday. I mean, that Monday. could be a question for the guys. Have you heard about the one in 17 streak yet? This unbelievable, unprecedented, crazy streak. You know what? I, I'd ask Pat Ricard. Well, he's not practicing, so they might not make him available. Yeah, but he it's might probably be just a Veterans Day off. Pat Ricard pizza bully commercial. Is he coming after Justin Tucker? Could he there become the, yeah. the number one pitch man in Baltimore? Yeah. How many good. takes did it? The, the one where he's eating the sub. How many takes did that did that take? How yeah. many subs did you consume? How, yes, that the too. Yeah. This commercial. Yes. How much pizza bullies is in his freezer right yeah. now? Yeah. I think there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff to mine. I, why would he have it in his freezer? He probably can get that. it whenever he wants it. Like, well, what? I mean, I don't know. You pop it out of your freezer and throw it in your no, oven. No, I, just I don't get know. it fresh. Just, just, just have it constantly delivered. Yeah, I would think he's got a line. Just like put it on the Ricard account. Like, you think he's got a hotline like Dan Snyder has from his home to yeah, the, yes, to the yes. headquarters of the team? Very much the he's same. Got a, he's got a yeah. hardwired to Mr. Bully? Yeah, this is straight this, to Mr. Bully's this house. Is Project Pad here. Get me some Mr. food. Mr. Bully. Yeah. Here's what I need. Yeah, I need I, the usual. Yeah, I don't think there's Times any. Two. I don't think there's any in the freezer. Yeah, and I, I think he'd be perfectly fine talking about that. Like, I mean, we've had him on the show many times. He's a good dude. Like, I don't know that you have to tell him it's a not like this. Well, just let him know. This is going to be a non football question. It's a pizza bullies related. Yeah, yes, question. it's endorsement related. I mean, trust me that that's that's money, money that's, in his pocket. I, yeah, I think rookies are your best bet. When yeah. I've been in there, Linderbaum, he'll always talk. So I think go to him. I, I don't know what's an interesting question for Linderbaum. 
How those snaps coming, boss? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you use Snapchat to help with your snaps? Oh, oh, that's nah. like a dad joke. Yeah. You're too, you're too young on, for dude. that, aren't you? Hey, the ladies like the dad jokes. Really? Yeah. Well, he would know. Ladies he like would the dad know. Jokes. You got any midweek action going on? What's what's uh, Any hangouts? No. Yesterday I was with the fam. Uh, nothing else planned for this week. Saturday I have a bonfire, but it is not lady-related. Just men just, at the bonfire? Well, there will be ladies there, but it's not like that. It's just friends hanging out. Uh, what about the West Virginia posse? Nothing nothing else planned with them? Uh, nothing else is planned with them. Is it possible? Why is that? Why'd you look at what? Is that over? Why'd you look that, at T-Bone like that? I don't think the, it's over. Off the air I don't think it's over. Off the air can, can, I, can I ask a question? You said there are ladies at the bonfire, but they're just friends. If there is a lot of Mountain Dew consumed, mm. could that, Cross line, over from yeah, the friend could that zone. line blur? Well, I'm sure there's ladies there that aren't taken, so yes. maybe. Like uh, Kyle, you know Kyle, the producer. Kyle's not yes. a lady. He's it going is. to the bonfire? It's at his house. Oh, wow. And I know his girlfriend's going to be there, and she's bringing a friend, from what I'm told. Come on. So we will, we will see what happens. Uh, nothing, nothing guaranteed. No, well. Does, how come T-Bone, is T-Bone considered too old for this? Talk to Kyle. Is I he too old for this hangout? <laughs> Stone is it's very passive aggressive when it comes yeah. to Stone. I don't think he really wants you. He doesn't want to cut you in on any of this action, well, I mean, T-Bone. I mean, clearly it's I'm not like a clearly I'm not a threat to Stone. So what what is that, you know? Hey, well, Stone, good luck. Hopefully you get in the door and we can't wait to hear what yeah, you find out. Yeah, let us know out. when you get some sound. But yeah, yeah. Pat Ricard the Geno Stone thing yeah, is good. That is good. Ask, hey, ask Ricard about the if he can record the liner as well. The Stone Cold Facts. I, we'll, we'll I think as it. many as possible would be good on that. Geno Stone would be perfect, though. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, coming up next, we go behind enemy lines. Jake Trotter covers the Browns for ESPN. We'll get his thoughts on Sunday's game next here on The Fan. Inside. 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 Access. With Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.